You're tuned in to On The Go Voice's monthly section of Vibe Check, a section driven towards the ideology of energy and spirituality and metaphysics and its relationships with how we live. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, what's up, On The Go Voice? I am your host, Charles Sabiaga, and today we have a very lovely guest involved for this section uh, considering the Body Shop 805 and I uh, actually met one of the owner, uh, Nastasha, in here in a circle hub when she was uh, hosting a little event, putting together training people, right? Yeah, we're doing training. Cool. How are you guys today, by the way? Good. How are you? Great, great, great. So I'm actually curious because when we spoke, I wasn't sure how to put him on. I wanted to have him on, but I wasn't sure. But Vibe Check is basically conceptualizing when it comes down to spirituality and also being able to uh i guess put it into how how we how we can uh how we live within the whole aspect of spirituality and then when you mentioned body shop isn't just sculpting body in general but it's about a little bit more than that and on top of that you guys do some practical things like uh, uh group meditations as well right correct we have um chakra light therapy balancing we have um reiki we have group meditation we have so many um i'm actually hosting a scripting and a, a manifesting workshop on november 1st okay um that's sold out in probably an hour nice um that's awesome i'm really excited for that they're gonna get a really dope um manifesting kit and the things that i mm-hmm. use and my tools that i use when manifesting um if you follow me on instagram you know okay. that manifesting and scripting is a huge practice of mine so we've tried to implement that into our shop to kind of help grow our community not just offer a service yes love it so let's let's dive into a little background for all of the listeners and i'm sure your listeners as well would love to hear about this uh let's give a little bit of background about what the body shop 805 is about is it called the body shop 805 or is it the body just the body shop that's our instagram um but it's just the body shop okay um we do we started as a body sculpting business that's mm-hmm. how i got started and then we got this really dope um shop mm-hmm. and we were like okay what are we going to do with it either we're going to have a regular everyday um salon style or we're going to make it this really cool a vibe like a place that people want to come to like really spend time with themselves or as a group So we decided, like, okay, when we went into the planning of it, all the way down to, like, I think we have almost 70 plants in the building. Nice. Um, We have an infrared sauna room that's, like, in a hidden garden, and it's completely darked out. And you guys can go in there and read books on meditation and self-care and gratitude and manifesting. Or you can go do your own work. All of my friends are entrepreneurs, so I know it can be a very lonely place when you're working for yourself and you're growing and you're changing and you're growing outside of your comfort zone and we're outgrowing our families and our friends so we wanted to create a place where everyone felt comfortable enough to actually explore themselves and that's what we do there we have so many different services um but we started as a body sculpting business that is cool that you guys uh started from this uh, body sculpting things but before i even actually dive into it obviously we have some other guests here involved as well i didn't get let's actually introduce you guys i mean uh let's start with nastasha and then we got arlene as well as kiana as well right so uh just give us a little background about yourself you know what do you guys do i mean outside of the body shop or even with it um, I'm Nastasia. I started body sculpting. Um, I started uh, in January, and then I brought my sister on in March. This is my sister, Kiana, and she can introduce Welcome herself. Welcome, Kiana. I'm Kiana. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> oh, my God. What about you, Kiana? 
or oh, my name's Arlene. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to come in a little closer? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Arlene. Um, yeah, I'm a body sculptor there at the body shop. Mm. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah sounds good. Um, but um, yeah, so I've been there for maybe about three and a half months mm. full time. Before okay. that, I was working as an ENT. Yes. And this kind of seemed like a better direction for what I was seeing our family to do. Okay. So, what were you so, doing before this? Yeah, I was working as an EMT in EMT. LA. Okay, yeah. okay. That's awesome. And you guys are, I, from what I heard earlier, married. married. Yeah, we're married. <laughs> oh, how, how long now? We've been together seven and a half years. Seven so we've and a half years. Married a year. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Cool, yeah, thank that's you. that's uh, very inspiring to see couples, you know, uh, last strong together. Cool. Thank you guys for uh, doing a little introduction now that we got a little bit about you guys. Uh, let's dive into a little bit about the services. Let's start with the body sculpting. I mean, first of all, like, what, what, what exactly is that for anybody listening? Um, body sculpting is a huge umbrella that um, covers different ways of shaping the body. There's tons of different techniques. There's cool sculpting, warm sculpting. There's lipo, laser lipo. There's, okay. um, there's vacuum therapies. There's heat therapies. There's wood therapies. There's infrared therapies. There's so many different ways of manipulating the body and helping the body detox and break up fat and cellulite okay and actually being able to detoxify your body okay nice and and so how did you how did you come up with the idea of like hey i want to get into body sculpting like i mean obviously there was some transition that popped in your head right <laughs> i started practicing my spirituality okay and um i think that's why it's such a huge deal for me to teach my team i can't speak for other teams yes. Um, to grow as a person um, because you cannot live in your purpose and your gift until you're living in it. So Mm. I didn't go look for body sculpting. I didn't look for a new career. I was going through a really bad time in my life. Mm. I was going through a divorce. There was a lot of death. There was a lot of um, just turmoil, like a a trauma. Mm. And then so I decided that I needed to go get a therapist, but I didn't, um, I wasn't able to take a regular therapy session because I wasn't going to talk about all my problems. I needed a solution. Mm -hmm. So I found a spiritual coach who is a clairvoyant and she is a medium and she is a wonderful mentor to me now. And she was like, what you're experiencing is you not understanding like that you have a gift and Mm. i was like oh okay like you sound crazy whatever (laughs) and then she was like you're gonna change women's lives and they're gonna come to you and you're gonna and you're gonna be you're gonna change your family's dynamic and i'm like lady i just want to know like am i supposed to go like key my baby's dad's car for taking me to court and she was just (laughs) this is not normal therapy i didn't need normal therapy then as I started practicing, just things started to be very clear to me. Mm. Then um, I don't know how I came across wood therapy. I don't know what made me, when I was scrolling through the internet, stop and say like, oh, that's going to be it. Like there was never like an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Right, right, right. I, I really don't know what it was, but it was just like I had this thing that I was like, okay, take the next step. Like right, right. just order them. Mm. Just order the tools. Okay go get the bed just go take a client just go do what you have to do and then little by little it just blew up bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then i sat back and i started reading my scripting journal Mm. where a year before i even had this business 
I had wrote down, like, I'm going to have such a great environment that people are going to come cleanse their energy. And I'm going to be blessed that my day to day is is surrounded by amazing women. Mm -hmm. That's a scripting technique. And that's something that I'm going to teach people because now that I look a year back, everything that I wrote a year ago is true now. Mm. Um, I, my sister, I did not intend, like, I'm going to start body sculpting and me and my sister are going to do it together. Like she was a softball coach. She did. She had a good job. She coached at the college. So, um, it wasn't for like, I don't know. I think I just got into my spiritual practices and then like just trying random things on the outside of like learning how to read tarot cards. Like what was weird at that point? Like, yeah, yeah. There was nothing I was doing was weird at that point to anybody. They're like, she's losing her mind. <laughs> like, oh, I bet. I she's bet. just doing anything. I'm like, I make sage bundles <laughs> and I got tarot cards and I'm going to start this wood business <laughs> and you're all, we're going to work together. Everyone's like, oh, she's got to really go through this divorce. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really got to come to an end. And then little by little, like, when you start practicing your spirituality, you don't know why you do certain things. You just listen mm-hmm. to, like, this voice, your intuition. Right, right, right. 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 It's knowing when, like, you have to trust that intuition. Yes. Because yes. You, you don't always know that it's going to work out. It's true. You never know it's going to work you out. You don't. You just there's, trust. There's no certainty. Never. But I, ne- I cannot live in the anxiety of, oh, my God, this might not work out. Because the actuality of it is most things are not going to work out. So once you accept that if out of the ten things you do, two of them might work. You're like, oh, well, this is just one of the eight things that I'm going to fail at, you know, and then <laughs> right, I'm going right, to eventually. Right. So that's, I mean, I wish I had a better answer because it's, a lot of people ask me that. And I'm like, I don't know. I got tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing it this. Just I don't started know. Pop, it, from, from what I'm hearing the most, Nastasha, is that you trusted your gut and intuitions. But not only that, you said you went through a certain traumatic, traumatic uh, in experience in life that like kind of led you into this healing process right. to trust yourself right, right? right. another thing i thought was really cool was that you transitioned into this uh into this powerful moment in your life where you just like you, you're taking it on you know right. even even for me as i'm taking on this platform and um and then branching out into an agency like that's that that's the calling like, even i can totally relate with you when you started mentioning how it was not just a calling, but it was a way, it, I think it was a way of uh, healing as well. And taking control of my life right? again. Yes. Everything was so out of control. Like when my divorce happened, like I didn't leave. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the leaver. I was, he left. Like my kids, dad, my husband just stopped coming home from work. Right. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't something I was in control of. It was like, okay, once again, he's in control. Now I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So then I was like, I have to take control of my life. Mm. Like my life is so all the way down to everything I ate, to the things that I consumed mentally, to the things, to my friends, to the things that I, I never turned to going out and partying Mm. when, and then like the, then he filed for divorce and that was okay because I needed him to do that because I didn't have the time because I was working two jobs and Mm. I wasn't going to take time off to go do that. But then he took control again and filed for custody of the kids oh. and wanted them moved out of my house. I see. And my one thing that I always was never ready to deal with was fighting someone over my kids. Right, right. Because right. I was not I was not strong enough at a place where I was gonna do that gracefully. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of ugly things and a lot of anger and a lot of resentful feelings that I was like, I these do not belong to me. And this is still keeping me attached to the situation. Absolutely. I have to get out of this. And I think that there's a lot of therapists that don't even know how to process their how own trauma. And they are so quick to go sit down and say, well, 
that's really messed up that that was like your childhood and we're like i know jenny you know that's why i'm here <laughs> yeah jenny you know she's all go write it down in a journal you're all i don't want to um my mentors never did that mm. they never said let's hash out all the mm. horrible things that happened to you right, it's right. going forward what are you going to do to make a difference like what are you going to do to take control of your life yeah and what did you do in your life to get you in this situation because i'm a firm believer that everything bad in your life especially 18 and up Mm-hmm. is your responsibility exactly. and it's your fault yes anything that happens to you in your adolescent years is not your fault and there's some self whatever but for the most part those are your parents problems mm-hmm. anything 18 and up it is your fault a hundred percent either yes, you're allowing yes, yes. it you're welcoming it or you're tolerating yes. it yes and that's your fault and and i love that you mentioned that too because i think um as we grow up we grow up without consciously being aware that a lot of the ways we uh, handle things in life is because yes at some point it's the way how our parents or certain environments raised us but it's also about how we choose to do with it you know but as we come to become aware about it that's when we can take power into our own hands right and one of the mentors that i listened to his biggest thing is the difference between knowledge and wisdom is mm-hmm. you can know a lot of things without knowing how to apply them to your life to make a difference okay knowledge is knowing something mm-hmm. wisdom is knowing how to apply, apply it to your life to actually make a difference in your life love it love this it. is why when we say you seek older people for wisdom because obviously you made it this far because you've mm-hmm. applied these things to your life to be where you're at absolutely right you can go to college and know everything but have no wisdom because you still live at your mom's house mm-hmm. even though you're a financial advisor for a fortune 500 company yes, yes and you yes. have 12 dollars in your bank account mm-hmm. right because knowing how to go to work and do your job is different than knowing how to live and practice what you preach yes and that's a big deal for me yes. so when I tell people like you have to stay in your practice, that is in um, self growth, that's in going to the gym, that's in spiritual growth, that is in um, relationship growth. Consistency is everything. Like you cannot show up at the gym, at church, at a meditation, at um, a date, and expect these long, beautiful relationships mm-hmm. to like develop from them. Right, right, right. So you have to be in your practices, and that's even growing as a person. Like. Today, when I get up, I'm going to not suck as bad as I did mm-hmm. yesterday. And then eventually, you don't have to say that anymore. Now you right, just get right, up right. and you're just great every day. But some days you're like, okay, remember today, you're not going to be that girl. You know, you're not yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. back to your old ways. And sometimes you do and you're like, okay, you suck today. But yeah, yeah. tomorrow it's we're going to do better. A moment of acceptance right. and a moment of just being present at the moment. And what, I, what I'm really liking about what you're from acknowledging your past and into now, you have a lot of uh, this what i think is really powerful is surrendering to it i know you mentioned it a while back there's things that sometimes you just know don't know what's gonna happen you know you more likely you will fail but in that moment of surrender like you you become you become aware that that can happen but you still go with it because there's that sense of trust within you the faith that you you move forward with right well when everything around you already sucks the fear of it still sucking is not mm-hmm. so scary. Mm. The fear of not getting out of this situation is more terrifying to me mm, than true. me trying something out and it not working. Right. I would rather try a million things and one thing is the thing that's for me and now I get to live in my purpose and I get to go be amazing and just, you know, yeah. let my gifts provide for me. And you're crushing it and you're crushing it, you know, and I love trying. that. <laughs> she's still being humble and shit you know and the, the other thing that i mentioned uh, that i thought that was cool you said staying in your practice that's a very key thing i like it could be interpreted as just one thing like the actual practice but you're talking about in general 
in your life, like where you're at in, in general, that like you should work with it, right? Do you want to elaborate a little bit more about that? Whatever you do repetitively is your practice. Mm -hmm. If you go to the club every Friday, that is your practice. Mm. That is your religion. That is what you're welcoming into your life. That is what you're manifesting. You're not going to continuously do the same thing every day and get a different result eventually. Right, right, right. Your life is never going to change. This mm. is why I always wondered when I was 16, like, how do you be like 45 and like suck at life? And now <laughs> I'm 30 almost. And I'm like, oh, okay. I understand because I see 32 year olds that you would think are 18, but they just have a little bit more work done physically mm -hmm. and you know, they may have more money than they did when they were 18. Probably not because they're still doing the same stuff. Right. Right. Um, but everything in your life is a practice. The way that you speak is a practice. The way that you interact with money is a practice. Nice. The way nice. that you practice your spirituality, whether that's going to church every Sunday and praying yes, or yes. making sure that you script. There's times that I'm exhausted, but I know that it's important for me to do. A, and I'm going to use this word very loosely ritual okay a ritual is anything that you do repetitively mm -hmm. if you wake up and you check instagram in the morning that's your ritual Ugh. just because my ritual in it has crystals and books and candles and right, incense right, right. involved my ritual is no different than yours except your ritual is texting your girlfriend the drama that you've seen on instagram this morning texting your boyfriend back and asking him why he fell yes, asleep yes, on you yes. last night and then that's your ritual you do it every single day mm -hmm. Um, I had to start practicing different. I had to start practicing the way that I speak to my children differently. Mm. Um, the way that I interact with my children, I have to be mindful of it because I'm teaching them how they're going to interact with their grandkids. Yes, yes. And the way that my, and I don't want my grandkids to have to recover from the way that I raise my kids mm -hmm. because that is your, that's your trauma. Yes. Your ancestors, we pass these things down to our kids. I tell people all the time, like we're going to be somebody's ancestors. Yeah. Everybody in right. this room. So when it's your true. ancestors, five generations down are praying to you, what did you really bring to the table? Mm. Because you had no right? alignment with your purpose. You had nothing to pass on to your lineage and your family You have no spirituality of no energy of no good karma. Right. So uh, there's a lot of you guys. I don't want you guys to be my ancestors. Mm. You know, my ancestors <laughs> spent a lot of time in the church, whether that was the right way or the wrong way. But I know that they have a lot of good karma coming to them. So I feel like of I'm course. safe right of now. Of course. Um, some karma. of y'all's great grandkids are in trouble. OK. Right. right. Natasha, I just want to. Wow. You have a lot of things I just want to point out. I'm like trying to grab up real quick. But one of, one of the things that I, I liked about that you mentioned was, um, uh, Damn, I just lost it. Okay, I'm gonna go back to what you just said earlier about the whole ancestor thing. It seems to me that you're clearly mindful, very aware of what's like going on, even to the mind of details. And I, I try to practice these things too when it comes down to rituals and, you know, checking my phone. I, I try to uh, raise my awareness to that. But like right now, you're, you're, you guys are a perfect, like, uh, episode for this section good vibe check it literally is like checking with yourself like you're now you're creating you you as a speaker our guest right now you're creating uh for anybody listening you're literally causing me to like hold on wait a minute what am i doing in my life you know you why know? i'm so adamant about it because <laughs> and i love I it say, i love it just so you the know. one thing that they can say is six months ago i was probably crazy mm -hmm. six months like wait what am i doing october <laughs> six months ago we'll put us in april yeah i was crazy okay 
I was nuts in April. At least people April. said that, right? Okay, no, these ones right here. We're talking about these ones right here because I can only <laughs> speak for the ones in the room. Because mm-hmm. people are still saying I'm crazy because I don't believe it. Because what I say on Instagram is very easy for me to say, oh my God, this is how much money I made today. And right, it'd be right, a lie. Right. Okay. But I'm going to let them, you know, they, this is my sister and my sister-in-law. So they mm-hmm. spend a lot of time with me. There's mornings that I come in and they don't know that I script at night. They don't mm-hmm. know what I write down at night. I don't come in and say, this week I need to make $2,500 and in the next seven days I need to make 4000 Okay. Because what that does is it creates a negative energy because now they feel pressured to hit this number and that's unnecessary energy. It's creating worry. That's a low vibration. We don't mm. need that. So what I did was the oh, night before I was really gosh. tired, <laughs> I lit an incense. I wrote down on paper how much I needed when I needed it by and how it was going to come to me. Okay. okay? And what it was going to pay for. Okay. Intention. Intentional. You set your intention. Love then I it. went to sleep. And then I got up in the morning and I don't even know where that piece of paper went in my room. I found it eventually. But I just, I honestly thought my kids went to go draw on it. Mm-hmm. So, but it was living in the universe. So. Wow. I go to sleep and I get up in the morning and I get a message and this guy's like, Hey, I can't wait until training tomorrow. And mm. I'm like, Oh shit. I forgot. Like I forgot, <laughs> but it's okay. We got it. It's a Tuesday. We're closed anyways. We're going to knock it out. I got to go meet Charles tomorrow. So I'm going to do it early in the morning. Can mm-hmm. you be here at eight? He's like, whatever you want. I'm like perfect. Eight to 11. Let's knock it out. So that's a thousand bucks down. My goal was 4,000. Mm. So I'm like, boom, I wanted 2,500 this week, like thousand dollars down. And it's only Monday. Like we're moving our way along. Right. Then right, I get right. another message. Hey, girl, when's the soonest you can train me? I said, well, I'm actually going to have one tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Count me in. Do you want cash? Yes, I do. I want cash. So now I'm at 2000 okay. okay. I worked a full day yesterday. I probably made, okay. I worked a full day. <laughs> I worked from 8 a.m. to 12. Right, I probably right. made 300 bucks. Okay. So now I'm at 2300 mm-hmm. Okay. So then I worked this morning, like 30 minutes before. I made like another 65 bucks. Okay. So... Now I'm at almost $2,500 and it's only Tuesday. Nice. I just had two more people pre-book for a training before the month is over in the next seven days, which means I have my $4,000. I haven't even taken a client yet, which means before I wrap up the next seven days, I'll probably be closer to $6,000 or $7,000. Wow. I don't know because I haven't started writing yet. That's awesome. But I'll figure it out. There's been times that I said, this month my sister made $10,000. We probably weren't even talking at the time, to be honest. Right, 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 right. And I was just like, she was so nice today because she wasn't poor. (laughs) (laughs) And then months later, she made her $10,000 in a month. And then the next month it was. And now, mind you, everything that I'm writing is a year ago Mm -hmm. before this business even came up. This is me, right? And this is why scripting is so important. Okay. okay. You're writing out your future. Scripting. I didn't know about wood therapy. I didn't know I was going to own this business. I was working two jobs and I was miserable. I did not have any inclination at all. That this was going to be a thing later on into the next year. Right, right, right. Then I wrote like this month I made $24,000, blah, blah, blah. The next month I made Mm $50,000. We did it again, another $50,000. And every single month when I look back, they happened in order. There was months that I wrote my sister would be quitting her job. It happened in order. Nobody works for anybody anymore. We all work for ourselves. That's awesome. I've written that down. When I say I've completely manifested a whole new life. So when I started in January, I listened to Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle every day. Love it. Love it. Every day. Before this year ends, I'm able to take a team of four people to Tulum to an all-inclusive resort. 
Okay. I didn't even know what the hell Tulum was. Okay. <laughs> to be able to say okay. that I can afford that at the end of the year, yeah. we're taking three months off and we're going to Vegas this weekend and we're having a house party. Then we're going to affiliate to meet another body sculpting business just to take them to brunch. Mm-hmm. A year ago, we couldn't even afford to make meatloaf at the house together. First of all, everyone was working too much. Interesting. She was angry all the time. So we we're like, we got to get her out because she hates <laughs> it. was just too much going on. It was draining her energy. But now I know that for my team to be great, mm-hmm. I force them in the most literal way to practice their spirituality. Interesting. Because until they figure out what their soul's ticket is, they are going to be running around blind and frustrated and confused and anxious because you're not fulfilling your soul's purpose on mm. earth. You're not living in your purpose. Okay. When bad shit happens to me, it never makes me feel uneasy because I know it's a part of my purpose. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Okay. You, you just go to sleep. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah that, that's, that's interesting because usually for me, like, it's still a process, but I'm still learning to give, my, to give myself that space for forgiveness. You know, when I don't meet the standards and the judgment part, standard? you know, that, that that's the part, too. Like, what am I living up to? You? That's what I'm saying, right? I guess yeah, it comes down that. to myself, you know? You're so, judging yourself. Exactly. That's that's where it comes down to. So that process of just, like, I'm at that state where I'm just like, hold on a minute. You know what my where, first practice where? was? Talking to myself the way I talk to my best friend. Mm. Right? When that's your best friend calls you. Like, you have a best girlfriend, right? And when she calls you and she's like, everybody How do you know that? Me. Because every guy has a best girlfriend that he has to talk her through life, right? You have to encourage her. Okay. So when she calls you and you're like, guys, hate me. I'm never going to get And you're like, no, shut up. You're perfect. You're uh-huh. just, nobody knows your value yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day you have to talk to yourself like that. Okay. Because I was a bad mom. I wasn't worthy. No one was going to want me because I had two mm. kids. I was never going to have enough money. Um, I was never going to have... I was never going to be able to get a loan. I've never had to get a loan. So mm-hmm. it's uh, just... I take... I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, there was so many things that I wasn't. But then I was like, who the fuck said this? <laughs> like, who told me this? And I'm like, oh, my God, only you say that. I was, like, literally trying right, to make a right. list of, like, who says these things to you other than your ex-husband? Mm. You know, and there's a reason you're leaving him. And I was just like, nobody. And then I was like, okay, this is all internalized. Mm-hmm. And then when you stop internalizing all of your fears, we bring our fears to fruition. The one thing you fear the most comes to life. My mom's biggest fear in life was cancer. Mm. My mom got cancer. I'm sorry. Um, No, she's good now. Oh. Yeah, she's fine now. She she went through like... She's the one that does Reiki. Yeah, she's our Reiki healer. Interesting. But she had to go to the same... So my my therapist... I think everyone should have access to her, but you guys can't now because she's cut everybody off. She She can literally change your life in 60 minutes on FaceTime. Interesting. How you so? can sit because you can sit down and not know what she's gonna say. Mm. I have no expectations when I talk to her, and she'll be like, "Okay, what do you want to talk about?" I'm like, right, "I don't right, know. Right. What do you want to talk about?" Like, what? I'm all, ask spirit. <laughs> ask spirit. She's gonna knock it off. Yeah, you gotta yeah. guide me here. So, it, she explains to you where you're at internally. Mm. Um, she explains to you uh, your ancestors. She explains to you your soul's purpose. So I never considered myself a healer. I never considered myself a girl's girl. I never considered myself to be this like inspiration. So now when I get messages that say, oh, you're so inspirational, I don't read them because I don't know how to say like, oh, that's okay. But if something bad happens, I 
t- read it. I internalize it. I tattoo it on me. I wear it as a badge of honor. Mm. Even though I have 65 messages in a day that say, you changed my life and your lives and this and this and this. You always are going to take that one thing because it touched your fear. Right, right. It, it, mm. You're right. I am a failure. I can't because you finally, you're the only one that's brave enough to say it when in all actuality, you're just projecting your own issues with your mom of on course. this situation. I always think of that. Exactly. Your your attitude right now don't got nothing to do with me. You know, I'm just like, that has to do with. And, and we're speaking theoretically. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, 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 not not, no, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> saying in a, no, in a situation, just like whatever your thing is, that's, that's not, um, that's not of me. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times when I go have a bad day, is it really her fault that I'm in a bad mood today? No. no. But I'm in a bad mood. She's the closest thing to me. So now I'm going to come rub it off on her. Now, is she going to internalize it or is she going to say, oh, she didn't sleep enough last night? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's growth. That's realizing that everyone's actions are not a reflection of how they feel about you. Mm -hmm. It's how they're feeling about themselves at the time. That's good. So when I realized that I was being a shitty person, Mm -hmm. it's because I felt bad about myself. When I was scrolling on Instagram and being spiteful and envious and ugly and feeling some type of way because she's on a beach in Cancun with her husband and I'm going to court with mine. Mm. I was like, oh, this is me. Like, what the hell did she do? Like, she's probably a great girl, you know, living her best life. And I'm over here all salty and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I got off of Instagram and then I started muting people's stories. Mm. I would even tell my friend, like, girl, I muted your story for two weekends because you were on vacation <laughs> and I was salty, you know, because I was not feeling good and I was not in a great place because mm. I don't want my bad energy to block their blessing. Mm. Right. So this is why people say don't awesome. share your blessing before because people put bad energy on it. If people could celebrate other people's winning seasons, right. we wouldn't have to hide our victory exactly. so much. You guys want me to share or my failures. Right. You want me to share my victories? Why do I got to take my victories with the crowd but my losses in silence? Mm. That, that that Or share my losses but take my wins in silence. To mm. me, that's so backwards. Why can't I share my wins with you guys and you guys applaud me for them? Right. But I'm supposed to be sharing all the bad stuff that happens and you guys feel some type of way. But you guys or you want to follow along for all the good shit that happens. But I can never turn to you when the bad stuff happens. Absolutely. So it's a catch 22. Mm-hmm. Half of you guys only want to see me struggle because it That's makes true. you feel better about your struggle. And then the oh, other yeah, half of you sure. only want to be a part of the party and the celebration, the celebration. But you don't show up for the struggle. Mm-hmm. So now you have to figure feel out you on that, on that. where your friends are. Now you got to start categorizing them. Are you guys if, if you know, yeah, we might touch three hundred thousand dollars in a year should i might also need to borrow 20 bucks mm. you know what i mean i paid ten thousand dollars a month in rents. You, know? <laughs> you know what i mean so i think that understanding where your friends are at and then getting to learn to love them through their process mm-hmm. but you have to learn to love yourself through your process and i li- i like my losing seasons mm. because to me losing nice. no it's, it's stupid because to me i'll sit in my losing season longer than i will my winning season because i'm so scared of the come down Right. So like the struggle, struggle, struggle. I'm so comfortable in the struggle. And then it's like, oh, my God, this amazing party. And everyone's like, slow down. Enjoy this event. And I'm on. No, no, no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay, Great party. You guys had a great time. Okay, go back to work. And then I never sit back and be like, damn, you threw an amazing event. Mm -hmm. Look at how many people you had there. I'm like, okay, so now what's next? Because it literally happened on Friday. I'm like, oh, this is this is the high. Okay, let's crash. Mm -hmm. Let's hurry up and crash. Take everything down. 7 a.m. work Saturday morning. Here we go. No days off. Nice. Like it never happened. It seems like like you're very in tune with your work as well when it comes down to it. You just you're 
you you you're clearly defining every little details that's happening in your life right now and i'm gonna like hold on a sasha let me let me let me catch up a little bit on it no, but no but me. even so like like Let's it's just all the secrets i think right now i'm at a point like i don't even want to be a host right now i just want to <laughs> listen to you talk like i'm being honest the the stories you're talking to me right now it's just it's well articulated but also I just like how very in tune you are with what's going on in your life. Because oftentimes I have to take a step back, like with everything going on. I'm like, I don't even have time to reflect. Or rather, I'm not making time to You're reflect. You're not making time to reflect. So, um, transitioning, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious because I know we've been quiet yeah, on Yeah, let's talk to them. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm more so <laughs> curious because I know you said you were an EMT. You were, uh, um, Kiana was a... A softball coach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what made you guys transition to work with Nastasha? Like, like what shift in her that made you decide, you know what? I'm dropping everything and deciding to go with you guys. I started to hear the content of the conversations change. Mm. It started leaning more towards a spiritual mm. insight, like trying to make yourself grow kind of conversation. Okay. And for me, that's always going to win. Um, I don't... For the EMT thing, it was kind of more of like a systematic thing that I was doing. It was kind okay. of, I kind of felt like I was in a wheel, okay. trying to go for this thing that I put so high on a prize. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, so I was just going through that process. And in that process, I realized that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I started to hear this conversation about a family business. So for me, it started becoming more of that direction. Nice, along with nice. an opportunity to fully commit to spiritual growth, choosing what you're doing in the day. Like, so what you start your Being more intentional, right? Yes, exactly. So that was, for me, that I started to see that there was that possibility for that. I could see mm. it. And okay. then that meant something to me to be able to visualize it. And then I just put myself in the position. It was scary. It was nervous. Of course. It was like to go from a job that people would think that you're doing a really good job to something where it's more like artistic and kind of freelance. Right, right, right. So for me, there was a challenge there, but once I did it, I felt like that's the biggest weight that I've ever lifted it off nice. myself. Yeah, that's personal. awesome. And then you said uh, that you were kind of doing like more systematic. It felt kind of more like a, like a, like it's like society, right? We go to school because everybody else says it. You want to have other people see you mm, in a higher light. I see, I feel. Yeah, so it came for me for that. Like I, I wanted people to see me and like I was successful, but really deep down inside, I was becoming more successful within the spiritual things that I was acquiring mm, nice. and the thought processes. So then it, it, in the in that systematic situation, I was getting deeper and deeper and I, it literally just outbalanced itself. Mm, so okay. like it became like I was running a race in a direction that wasn't for me. Nice. And I was good at it. And yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. be great at it because that's my personality. But then I started to see that there was just something deeper and heavier on my heart. Okay. And I felt like more like in the healing direction. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be a nurse. All right. So I'm going to go for nursing instead of I was going to go for fire. So I was doing EMT okay. to be a firefighter. And then so then I said, I'm going to be a, a, a nurse. And then I just started realizing I was like, oh, that's my desire to like heal or something like i was just kind of right, like right, right. i'm kind of dabbling into it nostalgia, nostalgia knows a lot mm-hmm. about it and we're kind of coming in and it's like it's identifying like identifying um, right it's yeah. a really it's just like something that's addicting at this point because then you want to know more about yourself yes. and and go deeper within you and and realize that everyone's translations of energies is is on their own journey yes you got to allow them to have that space absolutely and give yourself that space and give yourself that space. Exactly. that's key that's key so that's what we're Ooh. learning and it's only been a few months and mm. we're really putting it into action so 
that's pretty much my perspective on it. I'm okay. completely committed with it. It's a good thing, definitely. Yes. I um, love it. I love it. Definitely in the right direction of what I feel that the society should be focusing on as far as internal and spiritual growth. Yes, I agree. That's why I wanted this uh, section to be here because I knew there were some spiritual folks out here, especially even 805, yeah, who are not getting <laughs> enough. Here, uh, yeah. I think the language just isn't acknowledged as much. So what happens is then, you know, like we don't actually con. con- uh, converse about this topic yeah, so it's definitely. not materialized anyways uh so we got uh, Arlene in there what about Kiana I mean I'm curious from a <laughs> softball coach to body sculpting and I'm, I'm assuming you do would you guys consider yourself all business owners or are you guys working in body shop all together we all work together okay yeah cool. we work okay so talk about that okay well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> but anyways I started in the beginning it was it had to do with money in the beginning mm-hmm. and i worked two jobs and i was a staffing specialist and i worked my at my alumni university and i was coaching softball and I had so much fun but you know things happen and i was just like whatever well i told my i went to work with my sister when she was doing it and i was like okay this is cool she's like quit your job and i was like no i can't <laughs> i was like i'll quit in 30 days uh, okay and then i kept going to work with her mm-hmm. and then i was like okay two weeks two weeks i'm gonna quit my job and then she was like yeah, 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 whatever. And then I was like, okay, 25th birthday, gonna quit my job, I okay. swear. And then she was like, yeah, whatever. And then I told, looked at her one day, cause, and I was like, I'm just not going back to work. Like, I never went back to my job. Mm-hmm. Then COVID happened on my 25th birthday. Oh. And then I was like, okay. I had no softball, and then I didn't have my other job. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so what do we do now? And then we ended up getting a place, and then we had our own little spaces, and then... She came, and I feel like it, the money's just the money now. Mm-hmm. But the, it's like the people that I meet, the different conversations that I have, like because of it, I've had access with so many people. I, I never saw myself doing a podcast with my wife and my sister. We <laughs> yeah. barely saw each other when it was right. in January. Mm. I mean, she was working two jobs. She worked stupid hours. Like my I wife bet. was gone at nighttime, and I'm like, okay um cool and then when she would get home from work i'd be going to work and then she wouldn't see me and then she'd go to work and then we wouldn't see each other and then it was just like a snowball effect of just like these amazing things that happen and Mm -hmm. i'm like i will never go back to what i was doing just this idea of oh go be a university softball coach it's the fucking greatest (laughs) job which university by the way it was a it's a small university in lancaster okay interesting and then i mean i love the people there but i was just like they don't I was I did a lot and I was getting paid I was driving from Simi Valley to Lancaster mm. every day I was out there for hours I mean oh, I traveled wow. I did everything and then my direct deposit hit and it would say $560 <laughs> and I said that's what I pay in gas a month this is ridiculous wow. you know and I'm just like everybody says be a coach for this and coach this well it was it's fun it's a good hobby it's something good to do when you're old and you have nothing else to do but being young and just wanting to do things like my i had no life i'm like i'm 25 i can't see my family on the weekends that i'm supposed to be off to hang out now i'm driving people to arizona to go play softball now i'm miserable Mm. and then now it's just i can sit back and be like okay guys see you at work tomorrow (laughs) and it's super chill and then we go home and we write in our books and then everybody goes through their little journeys and then you just look back like from now till a month ago we're completely different in the best way possible 
You know, I didn't think people were going to love coming to talk to me. When I first started, I couldn't even talk to people. <laughs> wow. She's and here del- you are. She's to I leave the room. I was and anti-social. Like, she thought, there's a client here. Okay, so what are we going to tell them? And then yeah. she couldn't ask people for their money. Okay. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, do you want to go in there and ask them to pay? <laughs> I hated and asking. And I'd be like, no, go ask them. To no, pay. I'm like, oh, I'm not asking them to pay. I would fucking, at that point, walk out. Sorry, thanks. <laughs> And now I'm like, so how are we doing this? Zelle, Venmo, Cash App, <laughs> yeah. Apple Pay. Close you know, you want to PayPal me? Yeah. <laughs> I take money orders. Right, right, right. <laughs> Write me a check. Talking <laughs> about a spiritual change for you guys. I'm, I'm really happy that, um, you know, this spiritual, not just spiritual, but like overall, like mm-hmm. a personal growth for you guys. Like, it's amazing to hear that, especially here for On The Go Voice and... You know, it's a, it's a, a, to me, I think it's, it's very powerful that you guys are sharing it here now, you know, f- just to show people just like what, what is possible out there when you tap into that spiritual core and just to, to evaluate yourself and just understand. And they're yourself, not weird you know? conversations. No, And you know what? They not. are weird conversations though, and they're extremely taboo. And I wish that people would stop, um, demonizing spiritual practices i want you guys to know i don't know who i don't know what the demographic is that listens to this but if you practice spirituality or you are in the process of practicing spirituality and you are judging another person's practice you are not living genuine and true to what spirituality is Mm. there's no such thing as dark magic there is no such thing as light magic there's no such thing as witchcraft there is no such thing as Catholicism or Christianity. Mm. They're your spiritual practices. People will say, you know, your way of practicing is wrong and my way is right. And, oh, everyone should buy crystals and sage. But, you know, I think that girl does black magic. Well, how does it make yours light? Yeah, right, right. If she doesn't do that. There's a balance to everything. Right. Right. And and what makes it dark? Because there's a lot of um, beautiful things that come out of dark moments. So I have Mm -hmm. a whole... Um, I, ho- I have a whole altar tattooed on me, and out of all the cards I a picked, hole? like the whole altar, like when you have an altar. So Are you gonna show it? Yeah, okay, she's gonna uh, show it. <laughs> when you have like an altar, it's basically like where you practice your spirituality. So there's like a mirror, obviously a chest. There's crystals. There's like little potions. There's sage. There's um some more like pyramid crystals here. Um, there's candles. This is the death card. There's some like hawk feathers. I have a big um, relationship with hawks. This isn't done. I still have a few more pieces that I'm going to add to it. Um, but it can be dark. It can look kind of dark, but it's actually a very um, beautiful, like peaceful place. So I could have chose like um, I could have chose a card that was the sun or I could have chose the moon or um, I could have chose, what's another little cute card, the Empress or, but those are not the cards that represent me. The card right. that represents me is a death card yes. and that's the Scorpio's card and I'm a Scorpio and that's oh. burning yourself I, as a phoenix and growing back like, from I your feel, ashes. Project, real, oh, I feel, I, I get Scorpio You get, get real Scorpio, you feel, you feel the season coming on, it's our season, um, Pisces, but Taurus. I made sure that I stay. Wait, what are you Taurus. Taurus. And then Pisces, yeah. Okay. So she actually has a bull tattooed on her neck now because she's a mm. Taurus, and I have the death card tattooed on me now. Mm. So if we're not the most spiritual practicing, I don't have a next. fish yet. She's not yet. I'm she's, looking though. Yeah. Um, she's our one. last. She's the last one on the bandwagon to spirituality. So we just I'm nudge her it. very gently. It's like the what are yeah. they called? The little engine that the could. little engine that could. She's I'm like going. just chugging away because <laughs> it, it, spirituality can be a scary thing sometimes. Absolutely. And we were raised um, extremely Christian, mm-hmm. so mm. me bringing um, tarot cards into the house was a weird thing and me having an altar in my room is a weird thing and 
my dad still says that when I'm it's in my room, time, right? yeah, he's like, I could feel the house shaking because you were in the room what? doing voodoo. And I'm just like, dad, you have got to stop saying shit like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now my kids believe in magic. Oh, okay. Interesting. So my kids believe that they have magic and I will never take that away from them because mm-hmm. it is a real thing. It's there if you believe it. Right. Um, my two-year-old, my she's three now. She carries crystals around on her all day. Love it. She loves crystals. They make her so happy. She actually steals them. <laughs> my mom has like a little box and she hides um, them under her bed. That's awesome. And she'll be like, okay, I'll take it back. Um, my kids are totally comfortable in my practices. Right, it's right. normal for me to burn sage around them and to use a singing bowl and cleanse the energy in the room. So we are normalizing these conversations Absolutely. for our next generation so that we can heal yes. the generations to come because our ancestors didn't Thank heal for you. us. That's it. So my that's mentor, it. That's, that's where it's at. That's right. exact, the reason that our, my Whole mentor stopped about. taking, um, the reason my mentor stopped taking personal clients is because she said that she's tired of mentoring you through your process. Mm. We need to start healing our ancestors praising our ancestors, raising up our ancestors' vibrations, feeding our ancestors' energy so we can heal as ancestors, so that we can heal our next so, generation. So, so does that mean actually acknowledging what our ancestors went through, went through yes. and appreciating this struggle and the, pain yes. and that, that whatever they might have passed on to, to us, us whatever is, trauma is, it is something that we must accept. Whatever blessing they passed on to you, if your aunt mm. um, was Powerful. in her spirituality and you know that she always prayed for you. I had an aunt that really prayed for me a lot. Mm. So when I know that it's time for me to channel uh, or channel the energy of my ancestors. So there's three different, you have a guardian angel, which is not like somebody that passed to you. Then you have your ancestors and these are people that, you don't even know existed, right? Mm-hmm. This is not your grandma. Right, right. Your right. grandma is your your dead grandma, right? She's an energy and she's with you. But when we're talking about your ancestors, we're talking about your ancestors. Mm. If you are close to a Native American descent, your ancestors went through some shit. Yeah. You got to understand that those traumas were passed on to Damn. you. So being able to heal like from your... And, and that's I think that's where I'm at is even learning to love your parents as humans. Ooh. is how I healed because I do feel that there True. was times that my parents were not there for me the way that I thought my parents mm-hmm. should have been for me. Right, right, right. So it created this idea that I wasn't good enough for that type uh, of attention. Yeah. But then when I realized that, oh, when I was going through that, my mom and dad were going through this. My mom was raised like this because my grandma was raised like this. So my mom didn't even right? see that I was going through that shit. You know what I mean? So she couldn't be there for me because mm-hmm. I couldn't articulate Hey guys, I'm 15 years old and I'm raging out because I'm not feeling seen. Right. You know, right. so now I'm out here living my life, hoping you guys slow down <laughs> and take me on a vacation too. You know, right. so. But learning to l- meet my parents as an adult, and meet my parents as their name, mm-hmm. not as mom and dad, mm-hmm. and stop associating all the things that they failed me for as right. their title, and then accept them for what they did for me in, as a human. Like maybe they weren't able to be the most nurturing people, but given the circumstances, they did a damn good job compared to what they were raised oh, yeah. with because we were ra- they were raised in a very um, blind um, generation where there where we were not talking about um, generational curses and mm. generational wealth, and we were not talking about ancestor healing. And you know, there was like that one hippie that everyone knew <laughs> that kind of just like lived down the street, and it was like a stoner, like the yeah. gypsy, like don't go over there, fucking lady's weird, you know? She, <laughs> she, yeah, she's a witch, she's a witch, you know? She don't don't do that. So then we start to like demonize, like oh that's weird, we're not used to that, that's mm. out of our norm. But now it's becoming so trendy that it's not so weird to talk about it now. 
Now, even if you're only following the trend of burning sage because of Nipsey Hussle, right, right, right. at least we're making that a conversation yeah, now. That's true. At I least, was gonna say the same even thing. if it's just a small at step, at least we're scratching the surface. So now I can open up and say, oh, you don't believe in witchcraft, but I see burn sage every morning on Instagram. So are you doing that because Nipsey did it or are you doing it because you're yes. actually cleansing the energy in your environment? Because that Thank would be you. a practice of witchcraft. Thank you. So then that way you can open up that door where my mom was very Christian in her ways. Yes. So she never wanted to entertain the ideas of what I do. Right. right and right. now she's like, where's that um, love protection oil that you have? And that uncrossing <laughs> oil to make sure we get rid of bad juju. I'm mm -hmm. all, oh, fucking witchcraft oh, it is. Yeah. You want my witchcraft now, right? I'm all, what about praying? Mm. Um, but then I was able to show her that in your practice of spirituality, you can still pray. Right. You can still pray to God. You can still pray to whatever entity you feel helps you feel centered. Mm. I don't need to pray outside of myself. I express gratitude, mm. but I think that praying outside of yourself comes off very beggish. Yeah. Dear God, please help me pay this car mm. note. Dear God, please, please give me that ring I always wanted, God. That mm -hmm. to me sounds like begging. Now, when you so, say, dear, you know, God, universe, whomever you're talking to, thank you for allowing me to have a job to be able to provide all of my needs gratitude. today. If I need to go put $70 in my car for gas. I thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you for allowing me to um, do what I have to do to afford a BMW payment. I don't know what gas costs and I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And not, oh shit, I got to put another $75 in my car. Exactly. I'm grateful that when I do mm. that, my bank account doesn't notice. Right. So it's changing your perspective. It's not, damn, I have to put gas again. Ah. It's I get to go put gas again. There's a lot of people that don't have the car or the means to That's put true. gas. Or the means to provide to get gas. Absolutely. So there was days that I didn't have the best car. And my kids were really young. So I would have to like put a lot of blankets on them and stuff. Because I had to take them to daycare early. And I would go drop them off at my sister's house. And it would be cold outside and they could see their breath. But I would still make them pray for gratitude. And mm. be like, thank you for letting us have a car to get to work today. Nice. I knew that my car was going to be better in a year. But that's because I was going to do what I needed to do to align myself with the car that my kids deserved to go to school in wow, not powerful. because I wanted a BMW, but because I knew when I traded in that 2009 avalanche that the door didn't open and the window didn't roll down and the heater didn't work. And when I showed up with a new BMW where there was a moon roof that goes all the way to the back and the kids have brand new black car seats in it, the, the kids seen that the struggle that we went through in our rough season, it had paid off. Right. So now my kids, they, they're fancy. Love they it, they, love, they love their car. So. Yeah, and then the, 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 you mentioned it's what they deserve. It's what they well. deserve. So and I, it wasn't like, like oh, my dad's like, go get the <laughs> yeah, Honda. I'm like, the kids don't deserve. Social yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, they deserve what? the BMW. Deserve my baby I, I was like freezing in the that. car. My dad's like, you could have got an Altima mall. You could have been there when the car heater needed to get fixed. And I wouldn't have got a new car. So before we kind of wrap up, you know, I'm still a little bit curious about the business aspect of it because uh I, by the way this is amazing like you, you're just killing it Natasha just so you know like this topic has been something that I've been wanting to bring up and you're enlightening it as well as uh being able to create that context for people to accept it a little bit more you know so I'm glad that um you're in, as a guest in here um so one of the things that I noticed with the body shop it's not just that you guys do body sculpting for clients but you also teach people how to become body sculptors can we right. dive in a little bit more about that so I just actually did two trainings before I showed up yes, I have another one tomorrow that. um then I have another one on Tuesday mm -hmm. when I get back from my trip um the biggest thing that I learned in my spiritual journey is 
creating generational wealth for my family is such an amazing thing. Like, let me start there. I am okay. so grateful that I get to work with these two wonderful ladies all day. That's cool. Okay. Um, I'm way past that. Mm-hmm. What feeds my soul now is the single mom that was making $2,000 a month and staying in a bad relationship because she couldn't afford to get out. To she, she makes $10,000 a month now. Nice. And I will mentor her and I will send her clients and I will be there to support her. I will never, I never see anybody as competition. And because I don't see anybody as competition, we can go win together. Right. I don't need broke friends. Y'all mm. cannot go eat at the same <laughs> restaurant as me. Love it. Love right. It. When the bill comes, I don't want that $700 bill to look scary. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's got it. Which one? My friends now fight to see who's paying a bill. Mm. We don't even know what the damn bill looks like. Okay. But I've changed my circle. Yes. Right? And this is not, we're not talking about chilies where you the bill might touch $200. <laughs> where we're talking about like, oh, you're going to tip the waitress like $150, right? Like these kind of dinners. Nice. We don't flinch anymore. So That's one nice. of my mentors, I call him my compa, okay? He gives me like old school business advice, like straight nitty gritty. And he's like, the five closest people to you cannot be broke. Because all they're going to do is ask you for shit. If the five closest people to you have the same amount of money as you do, the conversations change. Now when it's a family vacation, I'm not fronting the bill no more. Now I can plan a a lavish vacation and everyone can pitch in and the bill's not so scary. Now if I fall off a little bit, she could pick up here. And if she falls off a little bit, we can pick up here. And no one's ever falling off. If one person is floating the whole family... What is that really doing for you? Mm. So me trying to keep this under a rock, all it was going to do was create tension and Mm. envy and weird shit (laughs) that it created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I decided to, I had two options, to get mad and to get bitter or to get better and teach everyone. Okay. And monetize off of it. But not only monetize off of it, but be able to provide access to a new way of life now they can start their own business don't be a body sculptor forever Mm -hmm. use that as your stepping tool to get to the money that you need to go make your dream happen i don't want to be a body sculptor i hope everyone in ventura county sculpts the shit out of ventura county in (laughs) six months i will not be body sculpting and i'm claiming that i'm already starting workshops that have to do with mentoring and scripting and spirituality if i can completely transition my shop from a body sculpting Mm -hmm. shop to a mental health and a spiritual health shop that is my calling my calling is to support women in their transition and men Mm -hmm. also um in their transition to be able to offer more to their family Mm -hmm. i don't think that everyone should body sculpt for the next 60 years i think that you should make as much money as fast as you can can and then go invest into your soul's purpose Mm. go get fucking therapy Go get a mentor. Go invest in your mental health nice. so that you can be a better person. Do not go buy a watch. Do not go buy a purse. Do not go on a vacation to Cancun so you can get drunk and post it on Instagram <laughs> so that the people that already don't like you don't like you more. Oh, my gosh. Go learn to love yourself for who you are so that you can sit back and say, I've never felt the need to do certain things that people do when they get a lot of money. Love it. The first thing I do is go get another mentor. I'm in a 12-week marriage growth program. I'm single. Okay, let's talk about that. Mm. Why would I join a marriage program and I'm single? You want to be a wife one day. So why are you going to wait for your husband to show up so now he has to love you through your trauma mm. instead of waiting for him to show up when you're healed and you're whole? 
And now you don't need to disturb his peace because he's trying to reassure you that everything bad that happened is not his fault. Right. So heal yourself. And then when you heal yourself, everyone next to you gets to have the best version of you. Ah, And it brings them to the best version of themselves. Yes. yes. Right. So the reason they have to go to therapy is because I'm the best version of me. You go be the best Arlene. You go be the best Kiana. And we collectively will be the best Best fucking group you've ever came across. And when I'm weak, I'll lift you up. Boom, boom, boom. But that's the only way that you're going to grow is by sharing your knowledge and expanding your reach in, in the long ways. You don't need to always build your foundation up. Sometimes your building's going to fall down when you're built too high. So build your reach out. So now I have access to a lot of six-figure earners because mm-hmm. I've trained them. And yes. then on top of that, we've taught them how to manifest and to have right things and live in their purpose. So now when I come into a room, everybody's healing each other. Everyone's feeding into each other. Mm. No one comes to Thursday meditation as judgy or with so much turmoil because they're walking in their purpose so much that they're like, you know what? It was a shitty week, but I'm here. I'm with you guys. We're in each other's energy. Let's set a better intention. Not like, well, everything. I, I don't think we have one Debbie Downer around us because mm. you can't. Because yeah. if you're like that, you need to go burn some sage and go sit down and figure <laughs> out what the hell's wrong with you. And let's come talk about it and mm. let me know how can I support you mm. so we can get you out of here. Love so it, that in 30 it. days, you don't feel this craziness inside Absolutely. anymore. So that's why I really started teaching everything. Nice. Scripting is cool, but scripting's even cooler when I get to see what you guys manifest. Uh, wow. You know, I, I like Ooh. what I manifest, but okay. I want to watch what my friends manifest. Like, I love grand openings. I've been to more grand openings in six months than most people will go to in their life because my friends are manifesting the shit out of their dreams right now. Love it. Homes, marriages, kids, businesses, six figures, seven figures cars that most people can't pronounce and i love it whatever it is that you need to manifest quitting your job leaving your marriage a better relationship with your kids and your mom i'm cheering for all of you guys to literally sit down and figure out what it is that's going to make you happy because it's not money Mm. it's not money i want you guys to know that i manifested fifty thousand dollars in a month and went to wendy's ate a four for four and went home and went to sleep sad like i want you guys to know that the money does not feed your soul the money allows you to have access to the things you need to be happy. Mm-hmm. Money is not going to make you happy. But if you don't have anyone to share it with or the people around you are living in such turmoil, I can't share my success with them when they're not successful. Absolutely. Because now they feel some type of way. Now they're feeling it's boastful or it's bragging. And right, right, now right, they right. feel like you're you know, rubbing in their face. Oh, fuck, I made $5,000 today instead of coming home and saying... I made three, four, five, everyone, boom, everyone made good money. Right, right, right. Now when you sit down at dinner together, it's not like, well, shit, I think I made $84. What'd you make, honey? (laughs) Well, together, we shouldn't even be at this table, you know? (laughs) No, literally, that's what it was like. I was coming home like, damn, I made $10,000 this week. They're all, I think I'll make that in half of the year. I'm all, probably, (laughs) probably. Um, So that's why we started sharing it, because it was important for our community and the people around us to be able to benefit on all of the knowledge that we had obtained. That is amazing. Okay, wow. Um, I don't even know where to start, uh, Nastasha. But, however, I will tell you that I'm, I'm like I said, I, I'm, I'm grateful that you're you're on this podcast for this month's issue. And uh, just sharing your stories, I'm sure it'll be able to impact people and help people f- frame their lifestyle differently. Because I think, even for me, like, I'm, I still have a, sometimes I get caught in the loop and I'm just, like, trying to break out of it, just snap out of it. Like, where am I at right now? You know, just being constantly aware. But we're going to transition into the end part. Just a little bit about on, on this part. I mean, um, just out of curiosity, um, right now, you've already kind of mentioned where you're headed or maybe you haven't. 
but uh, do you want to just uh what 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 does your future look like for for all you guys yukiana and as well as arlene just to kind of uh, touch back let's on start it. that way arlene start and then kiana and then well, where we are in the what's your yeah, future like, like, what, like, where do you see like yourself? uh yeah i mean what are you guys looking forward to Oh, for the end of this year, or just like in oh, general, just or, in general. Yeah. Oh, okay, so right now I really feel like um, the direction that I'm going in is going to be more of like a spiritual direction eventually. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, also, make money, create generational wealth. Um, but I definitely feel personally that I'm tapping into some kind of gifts that I have, and I'm trying to work on those with along with the healing that we're talking about. So I see myself healed. Let's just that should be real. That's a good start. Um, Healed and heal, helping heal others. This is the this is the conversation you're gonna get from us. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's what I want. I want to be the. I'm gonna be healed. I'm gonna heal others, and that I'm gonna create a space for others to have a like a group healing. Crew creating that space. Love yeah, okay. but um, along with this vision and helping women and creating that environment, so not mm-hmm. just keeping it to myself, but right, right, right. becoming um that. That part of this community that we're creating. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Love and then there's me again. Yes. <laughs> a part of her healing is learning how to speak. <laughs> I am the worst communicator. I am so like internalized. Speak, speak I'm just. I'm, I'm a communicator. That's what I I'm am gonna be the best communicator. Love it. Shortly in the future, in the near future. Um. I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm. That's I'm okay. getting on to my spiritual journey, and mm-hmm. I did find. Um, Somebody that I think I'm going to have spiritually mentor me. Mm. So I'm getting there. I'm okay. going. And I'm just more of like, whatever the way the wind blows is the way I go. That's why they kind of keep me <laughs> in the loop. This way mm-hmm. and not this way. And, okay. You know, that's awesome. La La Land, where right, I usually right, 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 right. am. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's totally, it's, it's better to know that hey, you're okay with where life is taking mm-hmm. you and that you don't know it rather than trying to force yourself into a life that like right. is not meant for you. I've gotten a lot more comfortable with being okay with whatever happens mm. other than stressing about like, fuck, what's going to happen? Right, right, right. So now I think I just might go a little too off with the flow <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> She's also the youngest in the family. Okay. I am. So I... The same age as me, so... She doesn't have to do this stuff. Yeah. She, she has an older sister. Mm-hmm. So that really changes how much you have to do. Right? When you have an older sister, she's going to come save the day. Like, so then you just got to play your part. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the most important. Yeah. So right now we need her to be a communication butterfly. Mm. Um, so that's what she's working on right now is coming out of her little talking cocoon because she's very passive. Like, even in office meetings or like group meetings, <laughs> she'll go like stand in another room and we'll be like, we know you're hiding. She's like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. organizing the trash can. <laughs> okay. Count paper towels, okay? <laughs> All right, well, thanks for sharing that, Kiana. Okay, well, back to you, Nastasha. Just, uh, I mean, just brief overview. Like, what's, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to next year. I think we have a lot of women's retreats that I'm planning. Um, and when I say retreats, I mean from start to finish, mm-hmm. from a wonderful mansion to a business mentor to a life mentor to a spiritual right. mentor to a chef to come in and teach you guys how to feed your body properly and nice. understand how to listen to your body and why I eat the way I do and the things that I drink and when I know that my body needs a green juice compared to an orange one or a detox shot like these are things that are very important not only am I very strict and I hate to say fucking strict because it's not the word but it would take it for what you guys want to take it for on our practices 
successful people, whatever you figure success is, the one thing that they do not go off of is their ritual, their Mm -hmm. routine, which means even if we had a long night and I know we were up until 11 o'clock, I will see you guys at the gym at 6 a.m. If that means I need to get there at 515 and I'm literally staring at the clock until it hits 6 o'clock, we don't even need to talk. I know at 6 o'clock to 6.05, they're going to come dragging their asses in the gym. If they do not show up to the gym, then my sister texts me and says that she's getting donuts for the trainees Mm -hmm. instead of we accidentally (laughs) slept in today. (laughs) But we're very strict on our routine. These juices, the girl that makes them for us, she doesn't even ask me if I need them anymore. She makes me nine every week and makes us 12 detox shots. Wow. Because she knows that no matter what, we're always going to take them. I'm always going to buy them because not only is it an investment, but I know that their brains work better. They feel better where we're working at our best selves inside and outside. So as much as I enjoy body sculpting, it served its purpose for me. There's so many women out there that need access to um, mentorship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A better um, understanding of what it is to be able to be a mom Okay, to stop being moms first, Mm -hmm. that is a misconception that you are a mom first because you're not. You are yourself first. And until you are your best self, your kids are getting a watered-down-ass version of you because you're playing mom every day. Mm -hmm. I thought there was this way I had to talk to my kids and, like, we had to do certain activities and, like, I had to, like, make dinner at a certain time and, like, set it on the table. Like, you know, just very, like, movie-like. And then I was like, no, this shit ain't right. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not normal. So creating a community of women that um, allow each other to live unapologetically and understanding that's what walking in your purpose is, that not everyone's going to understand the life that you live. And that's the cool thing. We did not start a business for money. We started a business to change our lifestyle. If we decide on Tuesdays we go to lunch, that's what we're going to do. So my next year, I'm solely focusing Uh, on lifestyle changes and teaching women to find a mentor that fits you. Um, living unapologetically in your purpose and mm-hmm. then creating a community around that. So hopefully by next year, I don't do anything with body sculpting. All we do <laughs> is run mentorships and workshops and retreats and um, just build a real solid foundation for women that want to come in. And if they apply the work on the outside, right, right, right. then you see results. Because getting a mentor but not putting in the work is wasting your money mm-hmm. and their time. That's true. I can share my experience as well, you know, not applying some of the things that my mentorship has learned. But now applying it now, realizing how important significant <laughs> that has been. And incremental to my changes as a person. You know? Right. Because I was just stubborn back then. You know? Right. And we're just like, oh, it sounds good. You're all, but you probably or don't know what I, you're talking about. Or you'll say like, oh, I'm already applying it, but yeah. it's not. But you're not okay. doing it every day. Yeah. Okay. For, uh, okay, last words. For anybody listening, do you guys have anything you want to add on? Feel free to come and stop by at the body shop. <laughs> okay. Um, I like the plug. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm on the team first. <laughs> hey, I got you guys. Yeah, come by, feel comfortable. We're here for y'all. Um, along with body sculpting, we're still doing that, so come by. Um, we do have outlets for a lot of different conversation. If you're trying to be around people who have these conversations, this is going to be a good spot. We're not always going to have them all the time, but... This is a good place to meet other people with like-mindedness. Yes. If you want to come by, come, that's what we're serving. So love it. Love yeah. it. I might come by and drop by too. Whenever yeah. you want. Yeah, <laughs> whenever you want. And I would say, for me, if your brain and your intuition tells you to do it, just do it, whether it's good or bad. I oh. mean, at that point, because I was always very fearful, and now I'm just like, 
She just says, do shit, and now I just do it. I'm like, well, fuck I, it. Whatever yeah. happens, happens at this point. That's that's great, yeah. I, I, yes. I came to that term of being like that in the process a year ago, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? If I have an idea... I just be making shit up. Yeah, literally. But I wish people would understand that. Like, if there's any business owners on here, there's no such thing as a right or wrong way. There's no book. She literally you know says, this is what we're going to do. I'm like, okay. Boom. So and everyone's like, oh my God, you're an absolute genius. Where'd you make that up at? I'm like, I, just, I was smoking a lot. And I was driving home and it sounded like a great idea. And now here we are, 12 hours later, offering it. Literally so, calling us on the phone. Okay, this is what we're doing. Where I'm like, you know what? Here, like, and hey. it's like, here's Shebang. Like, I literally was just like, okay, all my scripting stuff is working. On Monday, I'm announcing that I have a scripting workshop. Nice. I'm only taking 10 girls. An hour Ooh. later, I had $1,000 in my bank account. And I was like, damn that class sold out quick and now there's going to be 10 women that are going to know how to manifest a new lifestyle yeah that is such a huge thing to me to be able to say that i can check in and say how's your journal going how's your writing Mm -hmm. going um how are you feeling you know is it weird yet like have you got because at first it was weird you Mm -hmm. know it was like it was like frantic writing because like everything in my life was bad so i was like dear diary today was such a great day i made so much money and i i survived and i <laughs> didn't kill myself i hate it <laughs> and then i start going through my book now and it's like wow what a wonderful air that's out there and i'm like damn bitch your life changed because before you were frantic <laughs> like you could see in the writing that i was desperate for a change mm-hmm. and now they're like all my letters are eligible and like i'm like oh, okay she's fucking she's fine now being able to like go through that and say like it's not weird now and like now when there's something that i envision i force myself to go write it down when before i was writing and i'm like what am i dear diary i really love this black couch i just bought right this is a great new car and then now i'm just like wow when i bought that house on melrose drive for six million dollars and my boyfriend husband bought me the couch now i'm so meticulous and intentful Mm. that now i have an idea like Man, you know it'd be really good to have like a alpaca farm. You know what, dear diary, <laughs> this alpaca farm we started is fucking awesome. You know, and then soon, I love it. I love it. We're gonna have an alpaca farm, and I'm gonna open my diary in front of my alpaca farm and be like, I "Swear to God, like I told you, <laughs> there we go. I was gonna have twelve alpacas. One See, was gonna be spotted, you but you have to be so deliberate, deliberate in what you're doing, and not just like, dear diary, I want a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what is a lot of money? Bum, yeah. here's five extra dollars. It's like, I need $4,000 in the next seven days because my car payment is 500 mm-hmm. and I need to pay 1000 here and 1500 here uh-huh. and get so deliberate that when the universe is like, boom, give her her $500 because she needs to pay her car payment. Give her this amount much because she needs to pay this, this. So now I'm going to end the week in three days or mm. four days making the $5,000 or the $4,000 that I needed to make by the end of the month. But that's because I was like very deliberate. And then the next day I kept them like, we were standing outside and I was like, we're hanging out and smoking. <laughs> and I just like start getting, you know, doing what I do always whenever I book another um, training of like do a little happy dance. And I'm like telling her like, I love writing shit down. Like if I write it down, it's coming. They know it is. If I write it down, it is coming. I needed a building that was under 3,000 with six plus working rooms. Oh, we wow. have that. We have 10 plus working rooms now under 3,000. Where is that? In Oxnard, on A Street. A Street. Okay. Yeah, we have four stalls. Plus, we have the meditation room, the sauna garden. We have the um, Reiki room, and then we have the back store room, and then um, we have the bathroom, and then we have the back counter area. Um, when I wanted her to quit her job, I literally wrote it down like, "Arlene quit her job today." Boom, slapped it on a thing. Three weeks later, she was quitting her job. But then I knew I needed another room, so I gave her our room, and I wrote down like that fourth room came, and three days later, I had another room. 
That's so awesome. anything that we write down now, as long as it's done the right way, it comes to fruition in mm. less than 90 days. I mean, nice. it's literally like we look at Oof. shit and I just laugh sometimes. Like as I'm pulling shit off, I'm just like, how does this work? Like <laughs> it's fucking magic. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. everybody, I'm telling everybody about this shit. Go write it down on paper. That's amazing. And then as I listen to other successful people, they say, go write it down and go make a plan. Go make sure you write everything mm -hmm. down. Even if you listen to rappers, go write it down. Go figure out how you're going to get there. Absolutely. Little do you know that everybody is manifesting shit. It's just, what are you manifesting into mm. your life? Unfortunately, some of us are manifesting um, men that are dogs. Some of us are manifesting healing relationships. Some of mm. them, some of us are manifesting that same toxicity because we're not breaking that cycle. So the universe is like, okay, you want to learn this lesson again? Oh. Let's walk you down memory lane because you're Damn. never going to fucking learn it. No, dead ass. So when they, when I know I start repeating cycles, mm -hmm. I'll be like, the devil's back. Mm -hmm. He's here again. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the devil. I'm talking about him. If he's listening, he's here. Here's me. Um, <laughs> and then I'll tell them like, this is a lesson because I know the same thing that's happening between me and him for the last two, three years. Mm -hmm. Is gonna happen again over the next 90 days mm. and it plays out over and over and because over you again have the same because it's the same cycle mm -hmm. and he's not in the process of growing so he's gonna continue this cycle with me because he's completely unaware of what he's doing but i'm so aware that i'm entertaining the cycle that mm. it's like the universe is like cool you want to keep learning yeah you so want it? Point, Here you go. i don't even i don't even get mad no more yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like oh, devil gone again <laughs> Come back to work early. Devil's back, you know, because you're never going to learn that. Well said. But I'm never going to get my next blessing mm -hmm. until I stop until doing this dance. Stop you got to stop the. You got to stop. You got to stop the cycle. You got to stop break. the cycle for Disrupt you to it. move on to your next cycle. Disrupt right. Um, so that's really where we're at, just like in every aspect of our life. Love it. From the way your business is, just make shit up and then act like you know what you're talking about. And then no one's going to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Love that hearing you guys' stories and see, I can totally see you guys manifesting it now. Just uh, I'm convicted. I think you know it comes from the convicted within the person first. You know, oftentimes people will tell me, "Oh, it is from I'm like, "Cool, we'll see." But like you guys, like, psh, you well, got November first, you know? we're having a manifesting and scripting workshop. If you would like to come in and um, sit in, if you would like to come get some footage, if you would like to come ask some of the girls what drew them to it what their intentions are what they're looking have an idea for, for come and even if you want to just come and work on manifesting your own yes i do want to go personally so that i can be your first guest I've on been the radio for station a spiritual access as well so it's, it's been kind of hard for myself you know <laughs> let's go figure it out and, okay awesome. and then on your when you have your big um nationwide number one streamed podcast then i can be your oh. guest on there oh. we talk about like oh my god oh, we manifested man. this <laughs> i swear all right we manifested oh, this. let's let's transition to the last part last part of the question is for anybody listening where can they find you guys at right now i mean sorry but the business obviously the body shop 805 right yeah, it's the underscore body shop underscore 805. Or you can follow me at NUH underscore STA underscore JA. That's how you pronounce my name. That's Nastasia. I, I, I take a little practice too. Yeah. Your name is unique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, you can find mine. I think I have like three or four underscores. And then it's Keeks. Everybody calls me that. Nobody calls me by my name. Okay. Everybody knows me as Keeks. Okay. I'm like, did I change it's like, it? What's, what's okay. mine? Mine is I was going right. <laughs> What is, 20. what is it? I was going right 20. Mm -hmm. I W A S G O N E going right. Okay. And what does that mean, babe? Everyone's Instagram tag will be in the bio on the, the body, body shop. Yeah. So okay. if you go to the body shop's Instagram and you want to know who works there 
or you want to follow us my mom also does reiki energy cleansing chakra balancing light therapy um she also does that there she owns a business called simplistic souls Mm -hmm. and she she um, makes soy um candles she does manifesting candles so i'll get you one of those for the manifesting workshop because i'm giving everyone manifesting kits i gotta put that on my calendar yes please put on your calendar because i would love for you to come sit in and understand the environment and be able to kind of sit in it and then after you experience then we can sit down and just talk about maybe like what you got out of it and see like if it motivated you to stay or did you want to manifest something different or Mm. are you in alignment do you feel like are you practicing the way you're supposed to be practicing yeah okay i'm I'm actually i'm excited i'll be looking forward to it though uh when when is november november 1st 1st, it's a sunday and it's going to be from 11 to 3 p.m okay i might be able to Usually work. The day after Halloween. Um and we're gonna gift it to you. So we'll make sure we get you a kit, we'll make sure we do all that and it'll be free to you and I want you to come in and sit in and that's for you having us in and then I would love to hear like how you felt about your experience and then we'll do a check in after a few months. I'll definitely uh go go for it. Okay. Um yeah, okay, that's pretty much it. Well thanks you thank you guys, Body Shop, uh Natasha, Arlene and Kiana for coming getting involved. Um, you're listening to this month's October issue for Vibe Check. For anybody listening, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next month's episode.